You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 116. Hey bitches, what is up you guys? It's your girl Carly. Hope you guys are having an incredible day. I'm very excited for another episode in this Pride Month collection of episodes to talk about something that is very near and dear to your girl and that is bisexuality. You guys already know if you listen to the coming out episode, I told my own story with coming out as bisexual, where I stand now and everything in between. So if you guys are a little bit confused and you're like, hold the fuck on, (laughs) what is going on? Then make sure to listen to that episode. For all of y'all who are not confused, today we are talking about bisexuality, okay? Maybe you are, (laughs) maybe you're confused sexually, I don't know. Today though, I'm very excited. I have a bunch of guests on who are talking all about their own experiences with bisexuality. We have great conversations about things like bi-erasure or bisexuality versus pansexuality. We also talk about being bisexual with a straight partner and also being bisexual in like a heteronormative relationship with another bisexual partner. So there's so many good conversations in today's episode and I'm really excited to get into it. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. You guys, I am very excited to have our next guest on the show. Welcome, Brittany. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm 27 and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm married. I've been married for eight years to a man and I am bisexual. Okay, I am so excited to have this conversation today because... It's funny, (laughs) all the conversations I have with my friends who are bisexual, which are actually a lot, um, we have this conversation all the time, and when you DM'd me about this, I was like, oh my god, but I'm really excited to get into this because I think a lot of the time, bisexual people really just get, like, the shitty end of the stick because people are like, do you really like both? Like, and if so, why are you dating? It's always, why are you dating a man? (laughs) It's just like, what? I would say that the thing that I found so far is this feeling of like, I'm not allowed to identify as like, you know, kind of bisexual because I'm married to a man. Like that feeling seems a bit strange to me. But then this just this past year, I've realized that no, I I am entitled to have that because I am attracted to men and women. So I just find that it's it's sometimes they're like, okay, yeah, you're bisexual, but you're married to a man. So how does that work? And um, when I came out to my husband, uh, like I was really, really scared because I thought that he was going to think that I was going to leave him to go like date girls. And that's obviously not the case. Like we've been married for eight years. I am very, very happy in our marriage and our life together. Um, But I did come to this point where I realized that I am attracted to men and women. So, yeah. I would love to know, um, have you kind of always known that you were bisexual or was it like a recent thing? And then I would love to kind of know more about coming out to your husband because I feel like there is actually a lot more people than we think that are bisexual that are in like cis normative like straight marriages and are in the same situation. Yeah. So I, I, when I was younger, I did have a lot of sexual experiences with girls. Right. And I think that for a long time, I put that part of 
you know, my sexual history kind of on the back burner. Like I didn't really um, acknowledge it as that. It kind of was something that I, you know, stored away in my brain. And then this past year, um, I actually had dealt with a lot of um, having to actually confront like trauma that had happened in my life. And when I did that, all of those, you know, encounters that I had kind of came up in my brain. And I was like, you know, when I think about that, I, I really enjoyed those experiences. And I don't know why I didn't, you know, how count them as valid experiences in my sexual history. And um, after I just sat with myself for a while, I was like, you know, that really is true. I do like, you know, having experiences with men and women. And it's actually really funny, because um, I had told my my sister, my younger sister first. Um, and, you know, she's bisexual. So I kind of <laughs> was going to her like, I don't know how to tell um, my husband, his name's Connor. I'm like, I don't know how to tell him because I when I tell him, I don't want him to think that, you know, I'm I'm telling him this and he, you know, I didn't want him to get scared that I was going to leave him because I wanted to go out and have experiences with girls. So I was really, really scared to tell him. And um, how I told him was we were just having a bath together one day and you know, I was laying there with him and I kind of looked up at him and then I look, put my head back down and I just said out loud, I said, I'm, I'm pretty positive that I'm bisexual. And he looked at me and goes, well, yeah, duh. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny though, because I've had like, I've talked to a lot of people now at this point about coming out stories and all of them that are just like the chillin', like non-traumatic ones. Everybody's (laughs) like, yeah, we kind of (laughs) figured. Yeah, and um, so I was like, you know, I think that I really blocked out a lot of those, um, like, a lot of those experiences that I had with girls because um, growing up, my mom was, growing up, my mom was very anti-gay. My dad wasn't, like, anti-gay. He was, he was, his he grew up in a conservative household, so I just didn't I for a long time I felt like those experiences to me I wasn't allowed to enjoy those experiences right so I kind of just block them out of my memory and um when I had remembered them I realized that no I really really enjoyed those experiences and in fact some of my earliest like some of my first experience like sexual experiences I ever had were with girls and so to not um like recognize those as part of my sexual history is like I I can't not right like I I can't not because that's part of who just who I am right that's has made me into all these experiences that I have had so um but yeah when I told Connor he was like well yeah duh (laughs) I was like how did you like how did you know before I it really clicked into me and he was like well it's pretty obvious Brittany (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I would love to kind of talk more. We did briefly mention it at the beginning, but I would love to kind of talk through what it's like to be in a straight presenting marriage while also being bisexual, you know, mostly through 
the lens of like other people like I don't know if you've like come out to other people or like told other people and they've had like things to say about being in a marriage but also being bisexual yeah so so far I actually have not because to me it doesn't um it doesn't like me coming out doesn't really change much for you know, me, as far as the the outside perspective goes in the sense that I'm still going to be married to my husband. Um, I, I plan, like, I know that he's my person forever. Like I know that he's my person, but for me, it feels like a sense of freedom now that I'm allowed to actually, I'm allow I'm allowing myself to actually be attracted to women in that sense. Like, you know what I mean? For such a long time, it was like a, a switch flips and you see someone and you're attracted to them, but then you kind of have this other voice in your head that's like, no. Um, so it's, it's a little bit, it's more freedom. And I think, um, so far I've come out to obviously my husband and, um, my younger sister and then just recently, um, my best friend and she was very, very supportive. And she was like, that's, it's no big deal. Like it's just whatever. And cause I explained to her, like, it doesn't really change anything in the, you know, bigger picture of things. I'm still, like I'm still married I'm still gonna be (laughs) married I'm not leave I you know I'm not leaving my my marriage and but as far as like an outside perspective I feel like when I when I do um I am a bit nervous because it's more of this feeling of oh well you're not um you can't like you can't be bisexual because you're married to a man and I just don't think that that's true. I don't think that that I don't think that that's true at all because the reality is that I'm still attracted to men and women. Like um, absolutely, yeah. That's that's still just the reality of it. So at this point, I I really don't. Um, for me, I don't really care about how anybody is looking at it from the outside because I know, and it's more of just a sense of freedom for myself now and I love that and you know it's this is something that we I guess kind of like mentioned right at the beginning but it's so crazy I think that when you're either like you know identify as a female and you say you're bisexual people are like oh well why aren't you dating a girl and then when you're a male and you or or I guess when you identify as a male and you identify that you're bisexual people are like why aren't you dating a man and it's just like I don't know it's such like a weird idea that is held by people (laughs) about people who are bisexual and I'm like what (laughs) because at the end of the day like it's the whole point is that like bisexual people like both and it's so strange to me that that is the comment that a lot of people that I talk to always get is like well why are you dating a man or like if you're like a straight identified man being like well why are you dating a woman and it's just like huh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think I just, I just had this conversation with Connor the other day about that kind of, and I, I said like, you know, being bisexual is, it's like a lot of, um, oh, why aren't you doing, why aren't you doing this? Or, oh, if you're bisexual, then you're obviously you, you don't really like, like if you're a girl, it's like, you don't really like girls. You just like men and you know, whatever, right? Like that's what a lot of people just assume. Mm -hmm. And then if you're a man and you're 
bisexual they're like oh well you're just secretly gay you just secretly only like men and it's like no that's not that's not the case the case is that you you like both right like absolutely I think it I think it's just sometimes a hard concept for people to understand in a in a sense I totally agree and it's you know you saying that spark this also in my mind it's wild to me too that a lot of people (laughs) almost see being bisexual as like the gateway sexuality to be be gay or be a lesbian like full stop on either side yeah absolutely I feel the exact same way I I feel like I can almost hear those conversations in my head when I think about coming out to other people right is like oh okay so you're bisexual now but you know in a couple years then you'll realize that you're actually a lesbian and then you'll leave your husband and whatever (laughs) right and it's like no that's that's really really not the case I know I can I can confidently say that I know that Connor is my person and that I'll spend the rest of my life with him but I also can confidently say that I know that I'm attracted to women and men so it's it's both it can be both (laughs) (laughs) absolutely I just I think it's so crazy which is why like I I want to have this episode specifically because I feel like a lot of the time like bisexuality is like very misunderstood and there's so many like layers (laughs) to it so I'm really happy that you came on because I think your situation like I mentioned earlier I actually think there is a lot of people who are in you know, quote unquote, normal marriages or like cis heterosexual marriages who like their partners are bisexual and it can be both too. Like for me, a lot of the people that I've been seeing, like the guy that I'm seeing right now, like he is also bisexual and we just choose to be with each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, when when I told like obviously when I when I told Connor and he found out you know like I said I was I was really really scared and then afterwards I realized that I really had nothing to be scared about because I chose him in life and we have gone through so much stuff together we got married when we were 19 years old so obviously both of us have changed and grown so much since then and I think that it's totally fine if you grow and change and learn things about yourself sexually as well like there is no reason why you can't there's no reason why you can't realize that you're bisexual eight years into your marriage right like you're a human you evolve you learn more and more about yourself every single day and I think that that's just part of like me learning and growing more about myself, right? Like, and also I have a son who's 10, 10 years old. I had him when I was really, really young. Me and Connor have been together since I, since I was very young. So I think that a lot of things that you don't think are okay to you you're just when you're that young you're just trying to navigate whatever comes at you and you don't have the time or the resources to learn about who you truly are sometimes and sometimes that just comes later in life and that's okay I completely agree and I love that that is the sentiment we're ending this off with Brittany thank you so much for coming on the podcast I do really appreciate it I think this conversation will be incredible to have 
Um, and before we go, I would love for you to share with the audience where they can find you on social media or if there is anything that they can support you on. I would love for you to plug it right now. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at blonde witchcraft, um, is my Instagram and that's it. I would love to connect with anybody on there. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Thanks so much, Carly. All right, you guys, next up, we have Courtney here on the podcast. I am very excited to talk to you today about bisexuality. Now, in the DMs, um, you did reply to one of the stories and you were talking about how you are cisgendered in a uh, like a straight relationship and you identify yeah. as bisexual. I really wanted to talk about representation with you because this is kind of like a common theme that we've heard um, throughout the recordings of this episode. The constant struggle being, uh, more often than not, women who are bisexual who almost get, like, chastised being like, well, you're with a man. (laughs) And I feel like it's very discredited as well because it's hard to explain because I, well, here, I'll say my kind of coming out story first if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay, so I've never really come out. I've only just started being really open with my sexuality in the past maybe year or two, I've always known that I was bi. I just didn't think that it was something that needed to be said. I just was, I didn't tell my parents. I was like, well, if I come home with a girl, they'll, their jaws will drop and then it'll be okay. I don't know. And I got, I was in a really long-term relationship and it was very fetishized in that relationship. And I didn't feel as supported. And I feel like that's a big thing for girls who are kind of discovering that they're bi, discovering, well, not necessarily bi, but discovering their sexuality is it's very fetishized, especially with men. I'm sure you've had a similar experience. It definitely is something that I experienced in my most recent relationship, even though like I say most recent, it was like three years ago, but my most recent actual like where I was dating relationship where Mm -hmm. I was exploring my bisexuality and I told it on the podcast about how I'm kind of the same way as you. I never really felt the need to come out. I was just like, eh. And um, there was like, I mean, given my job wasn't like, I wasn't sure how to even talk about sex on the internet or like my sexuality at the time so I didn't even like publicly really come out um on the internet until last year but like besides that like I never came out to my friends I was always just like eh, whatever and same type of mentality if my friends saw me flirting with a girl they would be like oh okay but I never like really felt the need to come out but bisexuality I think similar to kind of what you said for me was also very fetishized in that relationship I think it almost came down to like the oh, like you're bisexual, we can have a threesome type of thing. Yeah, and I feel like it was very uh, it was very one-sided because my partner at the time was not, was straight. And so he was very like, oh, look at this hot girl. And I was like, yeah, she's really hot. But like, that was it. It was more of an excuse for, for him to be able and to fetishize it rather than him supporting me and being like, yeah, you can like girls, you know? And so I'm in a relationship now. I'm very, very happy. And my partner is actually bisexual himself. And so it's very exciting because we, we talk about it a lot, but obviously we're in a, in a straight represented relationship. And I feel like that's very, it's very unique because we both 
have never really come out. We both are very open with each other and open with our friends, but we haven't publicly dated the other sex. And so it's kind of a complicated thing because it's almost as if we're invisible and our half our identities are, are invisible. I completely understand that because I actually talk about it often, how so many of the people who I've genuinely like seen versus just hooked up with are also bisexual men. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I did talk about this too. It's like, I'm bisexual, but like I've only dated men and it's just like how it's worked out for me and then same with them they're like I'm bisexual but I've only dated women and that's not to say like I haven't flirted with women or like I haven't hooked up with women and same goes for them but we just have found ourselves me and like the dude I'm seeing right now even like have found ourselves in this situationship where we're both in a straight presenting relationship if you want to call it that (laughs) Um, exactly and so yeah it, it it's a I'm realizing we have a very similar situations in life. Which I is, was just listening to your podcast before we started recording this and my boyfriend was listening too. And I, I was like, Oh my God, this girl and I are identical. Like <laughs> everything she's saying is everything that I felt. It's, it's pretty similar. And so I, I loved hearing your story. It made me feel a lot less alone, <laughs> a lot less uh, unique, I guess. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of the podcast is like do things like this and then, you know, have conversations about things that I feel like a lot of other people like they have, but I don't think they have like with all of their friends or all of the people that they know type of thing. So I'm very excited that we get to do this. And I would love to kind of talk more to the feeling of like your bisexual identities being erased you and your partners and I would love to talk Mm -hmm. more about if that's like an internal thing for you or if it's something that you feel like the outside community invalidates you as being bisexual because you're in a straight relationship that's a very good question I feel like uh, that's a hard question thank you (laughs) I feel like it's more like I'm hiding I, I can't be as open about it because I'm in a, a straight relationship. It's not like as obvious. I don't show up at a party with a girl and it's obvious that I'm, and I'm lesbian or bi. I show up with my boyfriend and it's very quote unquote normal. And so I feel like I want to talk about it more and be more open about it and have that representation in my life just because I don't feel like hiding that part of myself um, that I guess society kind of puts on myself, that I kind of put on myself, that people put on um, on ourselves. Bisexuality, bisexuality in general is such a, almost a discriminated against preference, if you would say. I feel like there's a lot of uncertainness, a lot of hate in the LGBT community towards bisexual people. And I definitely, I hear that and it, it stresses me out. I hear it from family. I hear it from friends. And so I feel like it's just everything all in one. I completely agree. It's definitely something that, you know, I kind of feel some type of way about too. There are sometimes friends who are like, well, I don't even want to say my friends anymore because actually like most of my friend group is bisexual, including our Mm -hmm. guy friends. I feel like it's more normal to me now, but back then even, yeah, in my like 
closer circle of friends, like it almost same thing felt like kind of invalidated through them. But also there are times where I think about it where I'm like, am I bisexual or do I just think I like girls because I like don't, I haven't like dated a girl. And I'm like, I feel like that's a big part of the identity thing too, is it's like, can you feel bisexual if you haven't necessarily like acted on it or portrayed that? So I've slightly hooked up with girls. I love girls. I check out girls, but I've never actively dated one. I've online dated them. I've never dated one in person necessarily. And I feel like it discredits myself and I kind of worry about myself thinking like, am I actually bisexual? But it is a big part of my identity. I just, I've come to terms with it in the past couple of years. I was on Tinder and it was like, do you like men or women? And I was like, well, both obviously. So I was looking at both and it, it just has become very normal, but it's just not normalized that I necessarily talk about it. I am so happy we're having this conversation because I'm in the same boat. I almost feel like because I haven't dated a girl or because I don't have as many wild stories to share about like girls or anything like that, you know, it, I almost make myself like I question myself all the time, even though I know that I find girls attractive and I like girls. It's just like, (laughs) you know, the lack of experience, I guess, like almost makes me feel invalidated, but it's so funny because like when you think about it, you know, there could be people who have had just like a lack of even like regular heterosexual relationships. Like they could have one or two or three partners and be in their like mid twenties or something. And nobody thinks of them as being like, are you sure you're straight? (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. Right. It's like, why are we accepting that just because you haven't done something doesn't mean it's not your truth. Absolutely. And I think that is like a big, um, a big thing that a lot of people don't understand unless they kind of are in the same boat. I have a friend who is bisexual, but is a virgin. So has not had sex with either sex and. But just knows. But just knows. (laughs) And I'm like, see, like both can exist. Like you cannot have sexual interactions with like somebody of the same sex as you, but you can still find them attractive. Like, I I think it's weird with bisexuality that you have to prove that you're bisexual by like having sex or dating them. Like you, it's, you just like, can't just like girls. Like it's, it's so weird. It's like every interaction that you have, if you're like a bisexual female, like with a girl, if it doesn't result in a hookup or like a date, it's almost like fake. (laughs) Yeah. I also just, I, I get so angry because I hate how the, the stereotype is that you're just like born straight and then you have to like come out. And so that's why I've never personally come out. Cause I'm like, well, I don't see a need to, I, if I like girls, then I'll date girls. If I like guys, then I'll, then I'll date guys. It doesn't super, super matter, but my default is not straight. And I don't think that's everyone's default. It's funny. Cause I, I went to a high school that was very artsy. It was like high school musical, honestly. And it was all drama, musical theater. I was a part of everything. And everyone just was like, bye. Like, mm-hmm. everyone just kissed each other. Everyone just was friends. Like, the the sexuality aspect in high school, like, wasn't questioned at all, really. Like, there were people who were obviously out and people who who weren't. And I think that helped me kind of accept it 
a little bit more. And then when I got out in the world and when I went to college, I actually realized that I had to like come out to people and it was super weird and it was super nerve wracking. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting point too, because I grew up like a dancer and doing musicals and all that stuff and same kind of thing. Like there are so many people who are gay or lesbians or bisexual or like whatever they choose to identify as. It's just way more prominent in those types of communities. And same thing. Like I never, (laughs) I never felt any type of way about it. I never like took into consideration. I feel like everybody was just like, yeah, (laughs) which is so wild that you do like, you do make a really good point about that is that everybody, the weird concept that everybody is born straight and then figures out they're not straight because all of the interviews I've done for the coming out stories, they were like, yeah, I knew like from, from the age of like three or like five. And I was like, what? Cause like for me, like I didn't know until I was older, but not even yeah. really that much older. So it's so, it's wild to me. That is a really good point that we actually have not discussed on the podcast before. So I am <laughs> happy that you brought that up. Well, thank you. <laughs> I uh, I want to circle back and just make a hilarious comment about because you had mentioned your friend who is bi but a virgin and one of the things that actually led me to start liking girls and to realize that I'm kind of bi is that I was a virgin and I realized that I was terrified of dicks and I like did not want to have sex with guys I didn't like them I didn't like their bodies I was scared of it And I was like, well, I'll just have sex with girls because I am comfortable with that. And I think they're cool and they're hot. And then I ended up dating some guys and whatever and got more comfortable, whatever else. But it was just funny that you mentioned that because I was like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Absolutely. And so um, the final question I would love to kind of talk about is something that we've talked about a little bit with the, um, the other guests for this episode. But I would love to know your opinion or anything that you have to say on um bisexuality and it being like the gateway sexuality I feel like we hear this a lot where people are like oh they're bisexual and they're just eventually going to come out as like a lesbian or as gay and that happens all the time like totally but I feel like it's there are (laughs) there's people who exist who are just bisexuals so I would love to kind of hear your opinion on that I have a couple opinions about that the the first one I have is that the bisexual being a gateway thing is not not accurate like you said there are many people who just like both genders or like all genders and like all people it's not it's not an inclusive thing I I personally didn't label myself for the longest time because I was like well am I just like curious am I kind of flip-flopping am I bi am I straight am I a lesbian and so I understand that a lot of people are really comforted by defining themselves with the labels but I find that sometimes they can because they can change so sexuality is so fluid that sometimes I find labels are a little more harmful if that makes sense I, yeah, I think that's a super valid point. And it's something that was brought up too about how like bisexual doesn't actually just mean that you like just girls or you like just guys. It just means <laughs> more than one sexuality, which yeah is also like really interesting because I think a lot of people do think that way. 
of it just being like, you like guys or you like girls. That's it. And so there's so many layers to it, which is why I really wanted to have this conversation. And I feel like you brought up so many great points and especially too, like had a really good perspective being in a bisexual, but not relationship. (laughs) Yes. It's, uh, it's really fun because we like my partner and I, and I like to use the word partner just because it's a little less definitive that way. Um, my partner and I like to check out both genders together. We talk about sex frequently together with about other genders as well. And we're both very, very open about it. He's not fully out to a lot of people, but to some friends, I'm not fully out to a lot of people, just to some friends and some family. And so it kind of creates a unique standpoint and I'm glad that I have found someone who very is much supportive of it rather than um as I said earlier like fetishizing it or grossed out by it or just dismissive of it and not accepting of it as my personality absolutely I think that you know your sexuality is something that you kind of have the choice to do what you want with it And, you know, you don't have to be 100% out to everybody if you don't want to be. You can if you want. You don't have to be out to anybody if you don't want to be. So I I think that it definitely, you know, this serves as a reminder that it's your own thing. And you don't have Mm -hmm. to do it for other people. You don't have to be a label for other people. You can just do whatever you want because it's your own sexuality. (laughs) Exactly. You don't have to, to answer to anyone else about it. It's whatever you feel like you want to do. It's it's your body, it's your personality, it's your love life or sex life or life in general. Absolutely. And so on that note, I think that is a very great place to end. And before we go, I would love for you to um, share your Instagram where the people can find you on social media, anything that you've got going on that the people can support you with. I would love for you to plug yourself right now. Absolutely. Thank you so much. My Instagram handle is chaos curls and curves. It's pretty descriptive of myself. Um, that's my Instagram handle. I don't use a lot of other social medias and I would really love for the support. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I love you. You're the best. (laughs) You guys, next up, we have Annabelle on the podcast. I am so excited to have you on here. And before we dive into it, please introduce yourself to the people. Thank you so much for having me, Carly. Oh my God, how do I, I don't even know how to introduce myself anymore. My life is like so different and I'm doing so many different things. So I'll just do my usual intro, I guess. So hello, I'm Annabelle. Um, Relevant to the podcast today's episode, I guess, like I am a queer, I'm bi, pan, I identify as both. Um, and yeah, I'm really, I'm a business coach who's kind of transitioning into like offering things outside of just business coaching. But I mean, Carly and I actually met because I used to do, um, a lot of influencer work with brands, which I still kind of do. And I like, uh, we both like applied for like the four freshman class, like, Mm -hmm. which was a whole thing, but yeah, (laughs) so that's a tiny bit about me. I'm a content creator. Let's say that. I love that. Like a mini existential crisis introducing myself, but that's fine. (laughs) It's okay. I have, you know, I've been here through the whole thing of of the entire evolution. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I love that though. Yeah. Like Annabelle said, we've known each other for like a while now. It's crazy because it's been like years. (laughs) And we had our little, our little group going, me, you and Kate. Kate has been on the podcast. and. I know. I love that for us. 
Just our little like online girl gang. (laughs) But yeah, I'm really excited to have you on today's episode because you really openly talk about being bisexual, what that means to you. You also Mm -hmm. talk a lot about, I don't want to get this wrong, intersectionality. Is that intersectionality yeah I haven't talked about that as much lately but I can definitely like chat about it today yeah that's the right word though yeah okay good (laughs) I was like oh my fucking god (laughs) I should (laughs) have um but just like a lot of stuff like you you talk a lot about a lot of really great topics on your platform and I'm really excited to have you on here today to just chit chat so first things first I would love to kind of go back to you know, have you always known that you were bisexual? Did you have like a moment or? No. <laughs> no. Yo, okay. I've told a few people this, but we're just going to air my dirty laundry today. Okay. So <laughs> one of, there's like a couple different things where like I look back and I'm like, okay, like this is definitely a sign that a girl is not fucking straight. I, mm-mm. And so the other day, actually, I, um, as part of like a collaboration I did for Pride Month, I took to my stories and was like showing a couple of signs of like times I should have known I was bi, but I didn't realize, you know, and like one of them had to do with my hair or whatever. But like, anyway, had people submit their own submissions to be like, okay, like times I should have known I was queer, whatever, uh, but didn't. And somebody submitted um, an entry. <laughs> Oh, and they said, I ate a girl out in high school and I still thought I was straight. And Wait, what? <laughs> yes. I'm still screaming because Carly, listen, <laughs> I did the same thing my freshman year of college. Exact same Please, funny thing. No. I looked at this and I was like, the way that I feel so called out right now. She read you to Phil. That's so funny. Oh my God. It's so funny to me. But it's like, like, the thing that gets me is like, you can't platonically eat someone's (laughs) pussy. That's not, that's not a thing. That's not like, what? I I will absolutely be stealing that as an Instagram caption, like immediately. (laughs) Happy pride. You cannot platonically eat someone's pussy. (laughs) It's just, it cracks me up. But like, that is one of those times where I look back and like, I, I couldn't tell you once it like really hit me. It was just kind of like an evolution over years of just kind of being like, I am definitely not straight. Like I find people of all genders attractive and it's not like a, it just like was like a, I find all people really cool. And like, that doesn't have to do with their gender. And like, that that's why I identify as both bi and pan. Cause I've noticed like pan um, as a definition, you know, there, there's like a whole bi versus pan discourse that I find annoying, but like, for me, like depending on the person, sometimes somebody's gender does have to do with how I experience attraction toward them. Other times it's like, I just feel it's almost like an energy thing. And so it was just kind of like over the years, noticing how I was experiencing attraction and being like, okay, you're not straight. Like you're just not. But like, that is like a prime story. I I want to know how I really look back and I go, you're fucking, no, you're not straight, girl. You're not straight. I literally can't believe that. That's like, that is. It's a little little iconic, very chaotic, actually. It's very chaotic bisexual energy, which is like me all month right now. So, oh my God, not you being the epitome of bi panic. Like what? (laughs) 
as me. <laughs> okay, so you know this is my favorite thing about having this <laughs> this podcast and doing these episodes because people have like just the wildest coming out <laughs> or realization stories because. <laughs> This is something that I don't think I would have ever just like thought of in my mind, but I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So I kind of want to talk more about the conversation of bisexuality because I know that you have a male partner and all Mm -hmm. of this, and I would love to kind of talk. I know you also briefly mentioned um, pansexuality versus bisexuality, and I would love to bring that up too because I feel like there has been a lot of discourse around bisexuality and pansexuality mm-hmm. because I, I I get I guess I can kind of see it from the side of people being like, are you bisexual or are you just like pansexual type of? I didn't, mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. I would love for for us okay. to discuss it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I mean, let's we can just start right there because like I have I have thoughts for sure. Like. So when I first was kind of like coming out, quote unquote, like I even have thoughts around coming out. I don't like like that term, honestly, because especially I mean, you and I have chatted about this before, but especially as people who like are are by like there's this constant like continuing of coming out, you know, which is especially it's, it's true for anybody who's queer. But I think it's especially true for bi people because like people will see you with like one partner and assume you're like straight or you're gay or whatever the fuck. And it's like you have to constantly come out. And it's such a thing. And you shouldn't have to anyway, anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> Bi versus pansexuality. So when I kind of was first figuring out my sexuality and coming out, I was using pansexual more often than bisexual simply because what I knew at the time, and this is just the information I had at the time, right? I'm not saying that it's correct. I thought of bisexuality as attraction to men and women. And then pansexuality to me at the time, to my knowledge, was a bit more inclusive of the full gender spectrum. And I am someone who is very interested and has experienced attraction romantically and sexually to people of all genders, right? Not just cis men and cis women. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to use the term pan. And then as I was talking to a friend who uses the, who identifies as bi, she actually was breaking down how like that's actually not true, right? Like a lot of people identify bisexuality as, or excuse me, identify with bisexuality who I, who are interested in people of all genders, right? It's really, it's really more so about attraction to just more than one gender or two or more genders. And so it's, it is inclusive of like the full gender spectrum. And bisexuality is also just like a term that we have had first right that people know more are more comfortable with like pansexuality there's a bit more of like a people might have to ask you to define it right Mm -hmm. and so there's the discourse really kind of comes down to people thinking that like bisexuality is very centered on cis men and cis women and therefore transphobic or non-inclusive of gender non-conforming people but the reality is that that term has just evolved with time Right. And I don't really like the idea of like having to like choose this perfect terminology to describe how I identify anyway. Like that's why I also use the word queer because it's just like, that's comfortable for me. Like I experience attraction in so many ways and like, I don't really care how I identify. It's more about the fact that like a girl's just not straight, you know, like I am into who I'm into. And so there's like a whole discourse sometimes around like using the proper terms and like all of these things. But for me personally, I'm not saying this is true for everybody, but like for me personally, like I just don't really give a fuck (laughs) because to me, it's just like, I'm just queer. Like I'm just not straight and I'm into all people. And like queerness for me is just much deeper than like 
sexual attraction, even romantic attraction, is actually a very political thing. And so to get really caught up in that whole, like, is it transphobic to say you're bi instead of pan or whatever, whatever, like, I just don't really fuck with that because I think it's very distracting from, like, bigger conversations. And, like, I, I guess the last thing I'll say about that, too, is, like, bi people and, like, pan people, like, I've noticed so much of, um, like, I'm in, like, all these Facebook groups and people are actually gener generally very, uh, I would say, like, understanding and inclusive and, like, just like don't really care <laughs> like use whatever term you want like i know that you're not saying you're bi because you only believe there's two genders right like just because bi as a uh, as a term means two doesn't actually mean that's what we're saying right some people like, like i said it's your gender and other genders so many different things and it's more about like other people trying to tell bi people and pan people or whoever that bisexuality is transphobic than people within the bi community actually being transphobic and not believing in like a full gender spectrum so that's that's kind of the last thing I'll say it's a little I'm kind of just saying words and hoping this is making sense but <laughs> is this clipping? like does no, that this, make sense? this totally makes a lot of sense and I'm very this is why I wanted to have you on the podcast because I know I knew you'd have a lot of thoughts and a lot of you know good <laughs> good research and a lot of you know just things <laughs> to say and I think that's a really good Point in a really great conversation. Um, one of the conversations I was having earlier was just also too about how bisexuality I feel like is very misunderstood. Yeah. For so many yeah. of the reasons that you literally just stated. And yeah. that is exactly why I wanted to have this conversation because, you know, even being a bisexual person myself, like I never thought that saying that would like potentially be something like transphobic. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, that's the whole point. It's, it's a whole learning situation. And I agree with you when you said, you know, it's the people within the community who are super understanding. And sometimes it's people who are outside of the community that try to like police you and be like, yeah. this is not right. And I'm like, please. It's very frustrating. Like, I think people think that being bi comes with like a privilege almost. And I think that there's some degree of privilege in the sense that like, I mean, we talked about this, right? But like my, I have um, a male partner, right? And so like the way that I navigate the world with him at my side, he almost like, it's like a privilege, right? For me to be able to go out with him and not have to worry about what people think. And so that is true. But I find that people seem to think that like, because of that, we have like so much privilege, but in reality, like bisexuality is super understood, like you said, within the queer community. And like, like we experience like really high rates of domestic violence compared to the rest of just like people of any sexuality. It's very, very frustrating and very upsetting. And like the amount of abuse, like domestic violence, domestic abuse that like, especially bisexual women, but bisexual men, pe uh, people of any gender really that identify as bisexual, it, there, those rates are actually higher and there's like a higher rate of like depression, uh, just a lot of mental health issues that come with it because not only do bisexuality people, bisexual people feel like left out of the street, like from street people, right? Dealing with like biphobia, homophobia, there's even that feeling within the LGBTQ plus community, which is really evidenced by like that whole conversation and discourse around like bi versus pan and like is one okay to use and is one not okay to use and just like all of that. So it's just, it's very hard sometimes. And people, I don't think people really know that. And, and like, I didn't know that honestly until like I was doing my own research and like really learning about my sexuality myself. And I came across all these articles and all these podcasts and I was like, holy shit, oh my God, like that's awful. 
so we're out here like damn and I love absolutely and I'm gonna say it again this is why I, I am so excited to have you on here because you just I feel like know so much because you're always having conversations and just like chit-chatting and you're in these Facebook groups and you're doing all the things and I'm like fuck this is like (laughs) such a great opportunity I would love to go back to the conversation about you having a male partner I would love to kind of chat through you know anything that you've kind of experienced in relation to your bisexuality being in like a, a heteronormative societal type of relationship yeah so like this is this is like I guess we'll just like drop another bomb but like about I would say a year ago, so a little a little time into the pandemic, actually, uh, I had a conversation with my partner, and his name is Cam, about the fact that I was feeling really, I'm trying to think of the right word, like, Cam and I have a super healthy relationship, and we've been together for three years, but the more and more that I've been coming into my queerness, the more that I realize, like, I love Cam, I love our relationship, but being in such like a heteronormative relationship actually felt weird to me because I've been coming into my queerness so much. And like, I felt so safe in that relationship, but I was like, I want to experience being with people who are not men. Like I want to have the opportunity to fully explore my queerness because before dating Cam, I was kind of aware of my sexuality, but I was still kind of figuring it out. And it was actually really after dating Cam and like with time that I started to realize like the full extent of my queerness and the fact that like I wanted to be out here having queer sex. Like I wanted to date people and be romantically with people who were not men. You did not want to platonically eat pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Is all I'm hearing. I wanted to to be in there. So yeah. So about three months ago, I actually started dating a girl. Um, I'm going to keep her anonymous because like it's, it's new, but um, yeah. So I started dating a girl and it's been so nice so cool but like that's actually where I'm at is like I have been exploring polyamory alongside exploring my queerness because of how I was really starting to experience like how much I wanted to experience my queerness and really sitting with that so yeah because it's interesting though so I guess a couple things that come to mind as I think about like dating a guy dating a woman and like all the things that come up with being bi is like there is such an immense fear Okay, that comes with like going on dates with people of any gender who aren't bi or like pan or just queer. I shouldn't say that, not not specifically queer, but like people who are, if you go on a date, okay, as somebody who is bi with somebody who is not, (laughs) there is this fear that comes up. And like, this is very true for me. And I know true for a lot of my friends who also identify as bi. There's like a fear that when this person finds out, they're going to leave you. They're going to be super jealous and or they're going to turn out to be super jealous and assume that you're going to cheat on them. That's a huge common misconception. Uh, and then there's also this fear for me specifically with dating uh, gay women. There are some lesbians who are also super biphobic. That is, it's very, very true. Like the queer community has a lot of biphobia in, in it. I'm not saying everybody is. That would be absolutely untrue. But when I was going on dates with women, like, and I've only been on a few. <laughs> I saw that when I was going on dates with women. Bitch, I am a baby queer. So <laughs> when I was going on dates with women, like, that was a genuine fear that I had of, like, them finding out that I was, bi- well, no, because I should say I, I met them, like, on Tinder. Like, of, of the couple dates that I've been on with women, like, I met them on Tinder. And so it's like literally in my bio, right? It's literally in my bio that I'm by, but like, there's this fear that maybe they didn't see it. 
maybe they like weren't too sure about it or whatever because there's like there's some like fucked up terms like gold star lesbian or something which is like a woman who's only slept with women and no uh-huh. men uh-huh. that's bisexual like that's just never gonna be true for me and like what the fuck and it's like again you know outdated stuff not true of everyone but just even knowing that those terms exist knowing that this kind of stuff exists makes dating as a bisexual person very intimidating and very hard there's actually a lot of very like specific my friend the other day like sent me this whole chart and he was like oh my god like i thought of you uh and your friend when i saw this and it was like literally just like a list of specific types of like domestic abuse that bisexual women can face in relationships with men because of our bisexuality and how people might be biphobic. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, happy Pride Month to me, bitch. <laughs> Those are my initial thoughts. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> there is so many amazing things that you said there. And I love that you also mentioned that you're briefly exploring, I guess I shouldn't say briefly, that you are newly exploring polyamory <laughs> too in your relationship. And I feel like it, it's like so, it's very like, epitome of this this whole entire episode because you're like I am bisexual and I'm doing the damn thing <laughs> like I am I, I am out here doing the damn thing it's a whole fucking <laughs> existential crisis like every other day for the past three months of just like what the fuck am I doing like bi panic is truly <laughs> like at its peak I am the epitome of chaotic bisexual energy this entire month like oh my god Oof. okay but I love but that <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. I feel like we could continue to talk about this forever and I want to continue to talk about it, but not in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm excited. I, I'm going to have you back on the episode about the the spectrum, um, where we can kind of dive more into your experiences with with polyamory so far and that kind of thing. So before we go, before we wrap up this portion of the episode, I would love for you to share with the audience where they can find you and also, you know, how they can support you, anything that you're working on right now that you would love to share. Go ahead. Wow. I am taking things super slow. I know I said I do business coaching. And so if anybody's interested in that, definitely hit me up, but I'm not like pushing it out too much. So um, I mean, best way to like keep up with me and my work and see my bisexual thirst traps to fight by erasure one post at a time on Instagram is at the Annabelle Schmidt. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on. This was an incredible episode and I'm very excited for it to come out. Thank you for having me. You guys up next, we have Cassie joining us on the podcast. Is this your first time on the podcast? I literally can't remember. It is. I think we're going to do something a couple of years ago and then life just got in the way, but I'm so excited. Oh my God. I can't wait. So Cassie, you're the first one to know this of the friend group, but I'm doing a birthday episode called forcing my friends to compliment me for my 25th birthday. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. I do have a list. <laughs> so I will tap you back in for that episode. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Twice in like a month. I'm ready. Incredible. So, um, <laughs> for the people who don't know you, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh dear. Okay. Well, hi. My name's Cassie. Um, Carly and I have been friends for. Bitch, I, I feel like we're that. coming up on like uh, ten years. I feel like I we might be. Say. I feel like we might be nine this year. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. We're next year. We're gonna have to definitely celebrate the double digit friendship, right? Um, but other than that, what? about me um I guess I'm your friendly neighborhood psych student and foodie 
I guess those are like my two main traits. <laughs> <laughs> I just like those are the two things. Friends, so. <laughs> Okay, love that for you. <laughs> um, and so I'm excited to have you on here for this bisexuality episode because we've actually had a lot of different people come on to kind of share their experience. One of the last girls we talked to um, was also in the same kind of situation as you where she mm-hmm. was bisexual, but she has like a male partner. However, yes. her scenario was very interesting because her partner was also bisexual. So I'm really excited oh. to have this conversation because your partner is not. And... Yes. I I'm interested to kind of just hear about your perspective being bisexual, but being in like a regular heterosexual relationship. So I would love to, to dive into it. Yes. Okay. I'm excited for this one. Me too. It's been really good conversations. Oh, yay. Okay. I'm so excited to contribute. Um, all right. What do you want to start with? What do you want to know? Um, I would love to kind of start with, I guess, like your, when you first kind of realized that you were bisexual, like how, what was the tea on this? So I was actually doing a lot of thinking about this the past couple of days, obviously because of this, but I was kind of like, when did I realize? And really, truly, I think I only realized in the past maybe two years. And to preface, I'm 24. So the reason that I say that is because I guess I always thought that everyone was just attracted to everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't even dawn on me that a straight person wouldn't find somebody of the same sex attractive. I thought maybe they wouldn't find themselves sexually attracted to that person. But I was like, oh, for sure, they'd at least find them physically attractive. Like, I just thought that was the norm. Um, And I guess it isn't. It kind of started to dawn on me about two years ago that maybe, okay, like, maybe I'm not straight I guess um but it was never a big deal to me in my head and I feel like all my friends already knew that so it just it felt super normal to me and like even until I'm not even joking this may be a little embarrassing even until a couple weeks ago it wouldn't have even dawned on me that straight people don't think about or question their sexuality Mm -hmm. in any way because it's just they fit into the societal standard mold of what sexuality is so it just didn't even dawn on me to think that um you could question it or not question it I was just always like okay cool like I I think I'm bi I think I'm straight like I I started questioning it a little bit but not really, because I thought that it was normal to just be fluid in that regard. So recently, (laughs) to answer the question. And yeah, I think that, I think that me and you have like a very similar situation with our bisexuality, because I remember before you started dating your boyfriend, when I was Mm -hmm. dating my ex, you were kind of dating around and you were like, guys, I have a date with a girl. I was like, bitch. And, like, I think at that point, too, like, I I never had a coming out. I feel like mm-hmm. I was just, we were just vibing. This was just me. And I feel like, too, like, I've mentioned my friend group being, like, bisexual and whatnot before. But, Cassie, I feel like you can talk about this more. Like, I just feel like our friend group 
it, there's just like an understanding that like so many of us are bisexual <laughs> and it's not even like we tell each other it's just like it's just the I feel vibe like it's just so except yeah like <laughs> It's, I'm not going to say expected of somebody in the friend group. Obviously, that's the wrong word. But I think... But honestly, just, though, I feel like it's it's mm-hmm. it's wrong in that context. However, I feel like just because our friend group is already like that, like, we all, we all just attract those yeah. friends. Even Gage's, like, girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, how really? did this happen? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it before. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, it's just, it's so weird. It's not weird, yeah. really, but it's just like, you know, it's it's a whole friend group thing. It is. And I think it just goes to show that you attract like-minded people or people that are similar to you in certain regards. And I, yeah, I mean, I, with you, the friend group um, that I'm with, with you, um, compared to like my school friend group, for instance, which I don't think we have any bisexual friends in. I could be wrong, but yeah, I feel like none of us in this friend group have ever just discussed it. I don't think any of us really had a coming out. It was just kind of like, oh, you're going on a date with a girl this week. Cool. Oh, you're dating a dude now. Oh, you're dating a girl. Like, it's never been a weird, uncomfy thing to talk about. It's just kind of, it is what it is. Absolutely. It just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just is what it is, what it is, what it is. And, you know, I love that. (laughs) <laughs> so oh, it's fantastic so. I would kind of love to know about now that you're in a relationship you and your boyfriend have been together for what feels like forever and yeah. um I would love to know how that is going like being bisexual in a straight relationship yeah um honestly I feel like for me it's been I don't want to use this word like but th- there's no really exciting story about it. Like it's it's just a very boring story, if you will, in a in a healthy way. <laughs> Let me preface in a healthy way, because Mateo, for him, it's never been something uncomfortable. It's never even been a discussion, really. Like he would never ask overt questions about me being interested in both genders or sexes, sorry. It was just always kind of an accepted thing with us. And if I wanted to talk about it, he would listen. And if he wanted to know a little bit more, he would ask for clarification. But he was never, he never felt insecure about it or had any questions about me, you know, how do I even phrase this? I don't know. He's just, he's always been so good about it and so understanding and it's never been a threat to him in any way, shape or form. He's, and it's never been a big deal either. He's like, well, this is who you are. This is who I am, whatever. We found each other. We're happy. And that's what matters. And I'm like, fantastic. Perfect. Sounds good. So (laughs) boring in that sense. Cause I don't have a really exciting story. But I really obviously do appreciate the fact that he has made me feel so comfortable um, and has never pressured me to discuss it or, you know, made me feel bad about it. So he's fantastic. That's all I can say. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that because 
Um, we were having a conversation earlier with one of the other girls in the episode who mm-hmm. was talking about, um, and also to Cassie, I think you can speak to this with my previous relationship. There are men who find out you're bisexual and it turns into, oh, we can have a threesome. Oh, we can do this. Oh, we can yeah. da, 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 da. Like it's just seen as a, a sexual thing. So I would love to kind of chit chat about that. If you have any thoughts on that, have you experienced that? Maybe not in this relationship, but in any other type of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely remember that with your <laughs> um, lovely ex, um, which is so fun, isn't it? It's nice. Super fun, super great, super love that for yeah. me. <laughs> I love having our sexuality belittled into just that. It feels so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I feel like I've never really experienced it because... And you know what? I wanted to talk to you about this too. And this fits in perfectly because it's so funny. And I feel like this will just, you know, make total sense to you when you hear it come out of my mouth. Oh no. It it dawned on me the other day, like literally a couple days ago, I was sitting watching some TikToks and a TikTok came on and I was like, oh my God. I understand myself so much more now. Okay. We all know that I've never been the most like overt with my sexuality in regards to being sexually active with a lot of people or whatever like I've always been pretty reserved Uh I feel which and I'm obviously no judgment like to each their own I love it either way but I was like oh my god wait maybe I'm demisexual so I was like, I've never had the, oh, like, let's have a threesome thing because you're bi, you want to have a threesome with a girl, like, blah, blah, blah. I've never experienced that. And I think it's because I didn't put myself out there in that way, like, in the sense that I didn't really even tell people that I was bi. Like, I just kind of let them assume my sexuality (laughs) in a way because I was just like, whatever. If I tell you I'm into girls, I'm into girls. If I tell you I'm into guys, I'm into guys, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. So I haven't experienced it from that side, um, but I know like a lot of our bi friends have, and it's so disheartening to see because a lot like just because you're bi doesn't mean that you want to have a threesome with someone. It doesn't mean you even want to have sex with somebody necessarily. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. And so I feel like this is like, I feel like you're a great person to end the episode on because we've had like very different experiences I guess I would say with the multiple Mm -hmm. people who have come on the podcast and that's what I love about having these types of episodes because even with the coming out episode I was like not every coming out story is traumatic not every you know experience that bisexual people have is like by Erisher you know there Mm -hmm. are great partners there are great people there are great all of those things out there and so I'm very happy we had this conversation because your perspective also shares and like leans to the fact that like you know like I said not everything is fucking traumatic (laughs) (laughs) no it's so true and I mean I feel like it's so unfortunate that we still live in a society where people are scared to come out and rightfully so because unfortunately in a lot of uh, different places around the world, even in Canada and the U.S., unfortunately, some people still are not um, understanding of different sexualities. And 
I feel very fortunate to be in a position where I can discuss this openly and that I can provide an example for people where it wasn't traumatic and it was just completely accepted from everyone and it was never a big deal. I guess. And that's not, that's not to say like, if you want to, if you want to coming out and you want to make it a party and you really want to celebrate it, like that's fantastic. And I would celebrate along with you. Um, but for the both of us, I, that just, it wasn't the case and Mm -hmm. it was just, it felt very normal and very just low key, I guess. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I love that. Um, So before we wrap it up, I would love for you to share with the people where they can find you, um, anything that you're working on right now, how they can support you. I would love for you to plug yourself. Oh, my God. You are so cute. Go ahead. (laughs) Instagram. um, Oh, my God. What is my handle? Underscore Cassie Bain. Um, And as for what I'm working on, you know, just school throughout the spring summer we gotta love a good summer school situation (laughs) but we're almost graduated so I can finally join the cool kids hell yeah Uh, and other than that I mean who knows maybe one day I'll start sewing things for people yes check that out that would be great because I'm having a very fun time so (laughs) I love that okay well thank you so much for coming on oh my god thank you for having me That is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to screenshot this episode and share it over on Instagram and tag me at HeyBitchesPodcast. I would love to chat shit in the DMs with you guys about today's episode. Also, make sure to head to the show notes down below to check out all of the speakers and all of the links that they have shared for this episode. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to Hey Bitches wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are an Apple Podcast listener, make sure to give the show a five-star rating and review. It really does help me out, and I would really appreciate it. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have an incredible day. And for now, bye-bye, bitch. <laughs>